WNRM, The Root, Independent Rock Radio. I'm Laura Palmer, and we are interviewing the indie rock band that the entire South is talking about out of Atlanta, Ruby Bell and the Sulfonics. So, hi, Ruby. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Laura. Hello, The Root. How are you guys today? Hey. We're doing great. You know, I was on my way to an Ozo Motley concert that I had to drive three hours to <laughs> when I wanted to research who else was going to be there, and that's when I, I saw you guys and found out about you guys and started listening to your music. So we decided oh, right then to make the yeah we decided right then that we needed to make sure we saw that show. So we changed our plans and got there early, and it was definitely worth it. I've been a fan ever since. That was in St. Pete for the Fair Food Benefit. Um, That's right. One of my so, favorite causes yeah. to have supported. It was a great show. It's great, and it's it still needs support too. I can't believe that they're still Absolutely. having trouble getting that stuff signed. So I read that you're based out of. Landed the Five Points area. I hadn't heard of that, but it sounds so funky and cool that I think I got to make a drive and go check it out. Is that where you worked on your new album, State of All Things? That is where we worked on the new album. Uh, Little Five Points is, you know, I've always say it's revered for its weirdness. Um, there's just something in the air there, uh, creative spirit there that's incomparable uh, to a lot of other places. And I think it's the affordability of the area. Um, certainly the community that's been fostered there, but Little Five Points is known for really good music, uh, thriving art scene, uh, versioning street plays and theaters that are happening. And then we have the Variety Playhouse, uh, which is one of the best music venues in the city. That's really great. You know, back in the day, and I've been in radio since time began, but back in the day, you used to have to go to Los Angeles to really make it big in music. I don't really think that's true anymore. I think that type of environment that you're in right there will land a personality to you, what you're doing. You know, that's just going to yes. make it unique and special. I think that's really great. Yeah, um, and, and I think we're, we're starting to see more people with that same mentality. You know, Atlanta Magazine, their cover this month is St. Beauty, a band that was started here um, in the Janelle Monet camp and Wonderland. Uh, you know, and the title is, you know, Music is Atlanta. And that's what we have to offer. You know, we've always had a really deep root, deep history in the sound um, that the Sulfonics make. Uh, so we're very proud to come from Georgia and to represent Atlanta. And you certainly should come check out Little Five Points because it's really fun. Oh. <laughs> I've got to. I, <laughs> I love the weird cities. I'm a big fan of Austin, Texas, too. Oh, um, yeah, me too. They're great. It's a great, Austin. great music town. Yeah, we just had the Greyhounds open for us, uh, our album release show last oh, yeah? month. Yeah, we we brought the Greyhounds over from Austin. They're great. They did a sensational job. That's awesome. So Aretha Franklin was one of your inspirations. Um, you know, a lot of people say that, but mm -hmm. not as many people can belt out a tune like you do to prove it. <laughs> did you listen to Motown as a kid? Absolutely. Uh, huge influence in any of the classic era of music. So that spans R&B, classic rock, blues, um, some experimental stuff that was happening at that moment. And then some very pop forward stuff like the Beatles, um, Paul Simon, uh, you know, really so many different influences. But yes, the first time I heard Miss Aretha's voice, I knew... Um, that there was a goal to be had, you know, there was something to be attained and to something to look towards of being that legacy voice. Uh, so that's what I've tried to maintain throughout uh, my involvement with the Sulfonics and, and building that sound, uh, just a reverence for that era 
and really a steeping in it, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, I, I really like what you're doing with it. I can hear all those influences in you, but I can also hear your own twist on it. So that's what I really like about it. Oh, thank you. That's oh. a huge, huge compliment. Your new album, State of All Things, you guys took your time with this one, and some people think you should pump out a new album every year. I'm not from that camp. I think it should t- it take <laughs> as long as it takes. Um, right. and as a programmer, I, I, I mean, sometimes bands can put out great albums every year, but I think sometimes it does take some more time. Uh, yeah, you know, everybody's journey is different. Everybody has life lessons to garner, and so... I think that in our perspective, we've had a lot of life happening in between this album being created, um, weddings, people having babies, you know, life adjustments, uh, just all sorts of things. So, yeah, it does take as long as it takes uh, to create something quality and something that we hope lasts, you know, for a very long time. That's really great. Um, but so far, the only place you can pre-order the new Ruby Bell and Sulfonics album, State of All Things, is on Pledge Music. Uh, and that's going pretty well for you guys, right? Pledge Music. It must be really great to have the support of your fans on this new project. Actually, yes. Actually, we reached our Pledge goal, and things are still happening on Pledge. Uh, we're very, very appreciative to our entire fan base for reaching out in that way and supporting us. Um, but the album is currently pre-order on all of the major channels right now. So Amazon, okay. iTunes, um, Tidal, Spotify, all of those. Um, and then you can pre-save awesome. the, pre-save the album as well. Um, and then yes, people who did submit to our pledge campaign will be getting their stuff very soon, uh, which is exciting. And we just shared a video with them of the unboxing of our vinyl. We all did as a band. It was this beautiful moment together, um, to unbox something that is taken you know six years of our lives to to create together yeah so yeah we couldn't be happier for the pledge contributions and for all our fans saying yes we want to see you why the heck are you not in our city yet (laughs) yeah but one thing at a time right (laughs) yeah yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) you've already You've already achieved a lot of critical acclaim from the New York Daily News, MTV, Paste, and more. And at a time when record sales, they say, are at a hard, hard to pull off at an all-time low, that you have, let me get this number right, a quarter million downloads of your single, My Dear, on iTunes. That had to be incredibly inspiring and validating of what you're doing. It was. You know, we were just starting out on our first single at that time uh, as an independent band, so it was a step or a kind of nod from the universe to say, yeah, keep going, keep exploring this and see what you can do. But honestly, it came from word of mouth through our distribution company, um, just talking with somebody at Apple, talking with somebody at Starbucks, and that's really how it happened. So we're very much a word of mouth kind of catch a fire type band. Uh, and I love that about us. We're underground and still with a marketing machine to do it on our own you know between myself and my management we both have experience in advertising and marketing uh in undergrad and grad school and then with Kristen um working in advertising for many years there's a really good way to keep that underground buzz uh going so I'm very fortunate for that and you know it's not easy doing all the pieces and wearing all the hats but 
I don't know that I could have it any other way. Um, we're very, we're very, um, maybe too involved, I should say. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree though. I mean, it's, it's kind of people a few years back said the music industry was dying. That's really not true. It's, it's the mass produced stuff is dying maybe, but these kind of things that the kind of work that you guys are doing is awesome and it's inspiring. It's left room for that kind of stuff that wouldn't have been there before if things hadn't have crumbled like they did. So I'm really proud of you guys. And you've played yeah. shows with Temptations, Iggy Pop, Erica Badu, Gary Clark Jr., Animal Collective, Ken Le- Kendrick Lamar, and so many more. Wow, that's great. Are you going to be doing that type of um, touring for the support of your new album, State of All Things? Yes, absolutely. We are hitting the road already um, with some great acts and have some exciting shows to announce soon. Um, but, yes, we're going to start out southeast and then hopefully get to Austin and beyond to the West Coast. Uh, soon. So um, we picked up a booking agency recently, which was great for us and something that has been a long time coming. So we're thrilled to be working with these folks. They seem to really understand us as a band and our mission. So yes, now it's just hitting the pavement and bringing this wonderful album to people's ears live, uh, which is how I prefer it anyway. (laughs) I'm really, I do love recorded wax. I love vinyl records. Uh, however, I don't think anything will ever replace, even as a fan for me, the live show and seeing live music happen right before your eyes in a way that it could not happen the next day. You know, uh, you never know what happens in life. So the live show is really important to me, and I know how important it is to our fans. So I cannot wait to make that connection and, and just feel their vibes. That's great. I hope you guys come to Florida sometime soon or even not. Oh, we absolutely will. (laughs) I have my bestie there that's been a fan since day one, and I'm actually a Gator myself. Um, Non-sports-affiliated Gator, I will say I was quite the music nerd (laughs) in college. Um, I was just starting to write songs, so I was really involved with that. so I'm not really into the sports, but anytime I say I'm from U.S., people are like, oh, Georgia, blah, 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 and Bulldogs, and yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, a plenty I'm of people. I'm not a sports girl either. Yeah, it's, it's for some people. I, no judgment at all. No judgment. <laughs> uh, but it was a great school, and I love Florida and growing up playing, you know, the high dive and some of these great clubs, the Atlantic and the social in Orlando. Um, that was really fun oh, okay. for us when we were first starting out. Yeah, we have a solid foundation there. That's awesome. What area of Florida were you in? Uh, I was in Gainesville, Florida. Oh, Gainesville. Okay. Yeah, and then I grew up in – oh, okay. Yeah, we have um, Spencer Garn, who's the keyboardist in the band. He's from West Palm Beach. And um, Scott Clayton, uh, the guitarist in the band, those are my two business partners as well in the Soulphonics. He's also from Florida. So we all all convened at – uh, the University of Florida, though some of us were attending, some of us not. And uh, that's where we started this kind of sound. That's really great. And I, I liked, I think the way that you guys are doing it together kind of as a business will keep your feet on the ground, if you will, <laughs> about the whole <laughs> needing success of it because it's it's a two-for. I mean, you can have the success, but if you're not backing it up with the business side and keeping it together, it could come yeah. really quickly. You know, yes. and I've seen it happen so many times, you know. I think one thing we all realize is that we all play to our strengths. So 
we are a unit that isn't trying to one up each other, right? We all just stick to what we know works for each other. Um, we, we truly co-produce the records together. Everything is a true, um, right down to some of the arrangements of the song. It's a true collaboration. So, uh, there's plenty of times in which we could have gone to a label services company or we could have, you know, outsourced things here and there. Uh, and I think we did try to do that in some ways, but keeping it as your own business, um, in my experience is the best way to be. Otherwise, you get a lot of hands in the pot, and some of those hands don't always have your best interest in mind. I guess some of those minds even don't have your best interest in mind. So, you know, when we found management, that was all we needed to say, all right, this is next level for us. Let's step it up um, because we have all the other skills we need. Um, But we really needed help wrangling our ideas, you know, getting organized. So I would encourage any independent bands that are doing it this route to seek some management, um, but somebody who truly believes in what you're doing and is not just there to either siphon money away from your business or, you know, um, get their own. Uh, our manager worked several years for us just proving herself. So it was not a hard decision for us to say, yes, let's make you the executive producer of this project. Let's do this in a way that may be unconventional to some, but hey, if you don't try it out in this industry and test and keep testing, you know, you might fall behind. So I'm really proud that we've done it in an independent way. Maybe we could have shaved some time off of our, you know, coming of success or coming out into the market um, had we gone about it a different way. But I try to just keep that independent spirit. I think you're working towards longevity in this market when you're doing it. I think it's the right way to be doing it. Yes, because it's so true because these paradigms are falling left and right, as you said. You know, they're just crumbling. And it doesn't mean that every major label isn't out for the artist. And it doesn't mean that, you know, the landscape isn't conducive for an independent artist to make money. There's just many ways and many shifts and many changes that you have to adapt to. And not everybody is cut out for constant change, but all three of my signs, I don't know if you're into astrology, but all three of my signs are mutable, which means constant change is a part of my life. So I've just come to terms with that. (laughs) I have to look into mine because that might be mine as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, So, well, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Is there anything else you'd like to give our listeners any final thoughts on, on what you're doing? Um, Just to stay tuned to um, whether or not we'll be in your town very soon in America. And then hopefully after that, uh, maybe some Europe touring. But the album drops uh, on the 27th. So definitely, if you haven't pre-ordered yet, please pre-order or pre-save that link. Um, We'll be putting stuff out on our social media all week. And then if you want to order anything, T-shirts, CDs, posters, you name it, it's all on our website, rubyvelandthesoulphonics.com. That's awesome. Well, good luck to you guys. I'm super excited for you. Uh, Keep us in touch of all your successes, and we will stand behind you.